Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 12.33 at Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, I want to get to a couple more texts on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Uh, this text comes in and says, Bob, I'm a Hong Kong-born Chinese. It is not racist to criticize the Chinese government. The Chinese government and the World Health Organization wants you to think it's racist. And again, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. Oh, sports, is there anything to report says a texter. And again, you can text us at any time at uh, 780-496-0063. All right. It is a Tuesday, and every Tuesday on Oilers Now, we hook up with Mark Spector. And again, uh, Spec's uh, appearances each week are brought to you by Horse Race in Alberta, which is currently on pause uh, because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, there was some news on the hockey front today. And, un- well, it, it's, an, it's a nice story on the backdrop of what was a tragedy. And that was the passing this past weekend of Colby Cave. And uh, to discuss that, it's an initiative that's come out of that, and some other things that are going on in the sporting world, we welcome back to the show, Mark Spector. Spec, how are you doing? Oh, pretty good. Bobby, I just sat in on that uh, Bob Nicholson conference call. I know it's coming up on your show right away, so I won't spoil it for the listener. But well, uh, I- he had a few things to say for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Mark, uh, we were just, again, looking, and, and you and me had a private conversation about some things last night, and we went down a little bit of the rabbit hole, not that we're going to discuss today. I'm just, I think I've asked you this question before. The numbers out of China have been somewhat stagnant on COVID-19. Well, they've been really stagnant for about the last month, between eighty to 83,000 cases, between 3,000 to 3,300 deaths. And I just asked, it's not, uh, I'm not questioning the Chinese people. I'm not, I'm questioning the Chinese government. And I asked our listeners, um, and 99% of the texters to the show say they don't believe the numbers. Uh, I believe you, do you believe the numbers that have come out of China? Or do you think that, uh, you know, we, we might, this, because we had a texter suggest that this could be a version of, Chernobyl for the Russians uh, with the COVID-19 pandemic and look as as what happened after Chernobyl in Russia and how Russia did in theory open up a bit. I know there's people, Mark, out there that say every day we can't trust anything that comes out of Russia either. I would suggest they're you can, you know, they're certainly a little bit more westernized than they used to be. I'd like to just get your quick thoughts on that. Well, I'm not a political scientist, Bob. I, I know. Do you trust the numbers or not? Well, I don't tr- listen. I don't trust anything coming out of a communist government, right? 
I'm very, I'm very, I look at every, even the Democratic governments in the West here, uh, the one south of us, the guy running their show, I believe uh, Daniel Dale charts something like 13 lies a day. <laughs> so, you know, you have to be, as a, as a regular tax-paying citizen like you or I or any listener, I, I take a hard, long look at everything the government say, and I think it's, history has shown us that communist regimes don't tell the truth. That's just, that's not my opinion, Bob. That's a, just a matter of plain fact. So if you're asking me if we trust this communist regime in China more than we trusted any other communist regime in any other country, clearly the answer is no. Can we get, uh, and, and this was part of yesterday's discussion on the show, Mark, can we get to a place where if we don't have a vaccine, um, and again, the cases in Alberta, Alberta, as of yesterday, according to Alberta Health, at 46 deaths, uh, you know that a lot of the deaths, including the, like Calgary's, was at 32 as of yesterday, and more than, I believe, 55% of those were directly related to one nursing home. Uh, maybe we need, to, and I believe we're going to see a complete revamping of the standards and guidelines for assisted uh, living facilities. That's another topic. But can we get to a place where we can return to kids going to school, most importantly? And secondly, people attending mass, uh, mass, mass attended events if we don't have a vaccine for COVID-19? Oh, that's, that's a, you know, I mean, let's, that's a lot to unpack. I believe that they're talking about a, an actual vaccine. If if one can be uh, you know invented or, or if the scientists can concoct one, isn't it over a year away still? Traditionally, yes. I think traditionally it's over a year away in order to do the proper all the different groups and you know, I, I'm a sports writer, man. It takes a long time. Are we keeping our kids out of school for a year? I I have to have some. I'd have to. I don't believe that we will do that. You know. Yeah, I think they'll be back in school by September. There are people that think they should be back. I don't see it happening. You know, but I come from a world where when one kid used to get the measles, all the other mothers used to send their kids over to his house so they'd catch it too. (laughs) Right? That's all it was when we grew up, Bob. Right? What? Bob's got chicken pox. Well, send the other kids over there because you want to get chicken pox when you're a kid. So, you know what? You're asking the wrong cat here, man. Let's talk. Did that, Mark? Did did that happen? I don't remember that happening. Did somebody over the age of fifty? You're a year older than me. That has to be a a fifty-five plus (laughs) club thing. Not so. Like seriously, can 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 we get verified? Did people used to do that? Well, you didn't want to. You don't want to get measles or chickenpox as an adult because it's really really tough on you. Uh, You want to get it when you're a kid, and when we were kids, that's how it was. You're. Your mom was secretly a little bit happy when you got the measles when you were eight because it lasted for four or five, six days and you're done. You get it when you're an adult. It's a much more serious thing. But, hey, who knows, man? Maybe my my street was full of crazies. Who knows? (laughs) 
I, I know I had chicken pox when I was six, Mark, but I don't I don't think it was a, a concerted Stoffer family conspiracy. <laughs> There's been enough of those, let me tell you, over the years. All right. Uh, no, because, I mean, look, part of any discussion moving forward is what, and I know Bob Nicholson is going to, uh, I mean, one of the things that's interesting that came out of today's uh, availability with Bob, and we'll get to the Colby Cave stuff in a second because it's so tragic, but, but he talked about starting the 2021 season in November, which gave them some runway to work with for a potential uh, jump start to this season. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, what we're clearly at, a, you know, everything's been backing up, and we're clearly at a point where they're not going to get, you know, we're not playing hockey in May like they hoped they might be. And I'm not even sure if they're playing hockey in June like they hoped they might be. So they keep backing everything up. And, you know, this is against the backdrop where Bill Daly and Gary Bettman have been fairly steadfast at saying they have to maintain the integrity of next season, right? They don't want to screw up two seasons in a row here. So, you know, what Bob Nicholson said, and it's not completely fresh. I saw Pierre Lebrun uh, tech, uh, tweeting about this yesterday, uh, is is backing up the beginning of next season till November 1st and then foregoing the All-Star break in the bye week and playing into June. So in the eyes of the National Hockey League, the 2021 season could be, they could maintain the integrity of that season even if they're starting at November 1st. And at the same time, you know, have what, end of August, September, October, and into November to get this season done. So it'd be a it'd be a busy subway station, man, with all those games and all those things going on. But that's what I think where they're at right now. You can text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six eight. Mark, you would not believe the wrath of texts that have just come in in the last five minutes. Bob, getting the measles as a child was good for the long term health of us kids in the nineteen sixties in Edmonton. That comes to us from Cowtown Bob. Uh, Garth says, "Speck is right. At least for chickenpox, get it out of the way while you're young." Uh, this one made me laugh. Uh, texter from Edmonton says, for once, Speck isn't out to lunch. Same reason why kids get uh, their wisdom teeth pulled instead of waiting to do it as an adult. Uh, there you go, Mark. You've got overwhelming response in your support on this very topic. Jamie says, uh, Bob, some people still have pox parties. I did not know that. I was, yeah. And here's another one. Brian in Calgary says, yes, that happened. I was born and raised and reared in Edmonton Highlands and later in Oliver District back in the 40s and the early 50s. Chicken pox and measles for sure. See, Mark, I couldn't get my wisdom teeth pulled when I was a kid because as Stu McGregor once told me, I didn't have any wisdom. Oh, there you go, Bobby. There we go. This is this is unbelievable. Like you would not believe how many people have texted the show to, in the last five minutes. They're all like, "Absolutely, I did not know that. I had no idea." Uh, the, th the things you learn, Mark. You had one on me there. You, that's probably the only time that's ever happened, isn't it? <laughs> aye, aye, aye. So. All right. So. So we're, we're, we're we'll we'll wait and see here. Uh, Bob also provided a little bit of clarity on the potential of the Holinka Gretzky, which obviously would take a uh, backseat to the startup of the NHL. The other thing is, Mark, there's a, there's a possibility by late. I mean, I think it's safe to say that the tournament 
is in a in perilous position just by virtue of the fact that when can these teams get a chance to even start up again? We're talking for the, you know the the U eighteen tournament. Uh, yeah, how is right? I mean, it, 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 people flying in from around the world and for that event, that's going to be very difficult to pull off here if yeah. uh, if we don't get going. I mean, that's that's yeah. just a given. There's there's the you know, insular side of of just trying to put together a national teams from all those various European countries. Of can they practice? Can they play? Can they follow that stuff? I realize the National Hockey League has players from Sweden and Finland and places like that too, but it's a little different story. And the other side of it, it's just an obvious thing, Bob. If if you know the Oilers Entertainment Group is able to hold a hockey game at Rogers Place. Uh, in late August, well, they won't be holding a U twenty game or U eighteen game that draws. You know what do they draw? A good a good crowd was eight nine thousand at the Hunka last time. Yeah. It's a great tournament. Like don't get me wrong, I went to it in August. It was fabulous. I saw Broberg play there and a bunch sure. of guys. It was great. But if you can put hockey games on in Edmonton in August, it will not be Cheko versus Russia in a U eighteen tournament. It'll be the Oilers and Flames in a playoff game, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and let's, let's not forget Canada's also, uh, Edmonton and Red Deer are ho- up, they're hosting the World Juniors the 26th to the 4th, 26th of December to the 4th of January. Hopefully that event is still on. You know what I'm saying? Well, if it's, if it's canceled, then we're in a, for a world of hurt here because, you know, that's still a long ways away here, that tournament. So. You know, we everything we just talked about about trying to finish this season and starting next one November first and all that, it's all out the window if they can't even play the World Junior Ball. No, absolutely. Mark, uh the major part of uh, Bob Nicholson's availability, and again Bob will join us today at one oh five, had to do with a new initiative uh for the Colby Cave Foundation for what transpired obviously on the weekend and just you know, it's just a shocking event. I know you've written about it. You've talked about it. You've talked to a lot of people. We had Jay Woodcroft on the show yesterday. I know you hooked up with Mark Lamb. Reed Wilkins had Mark Lamb on his show. Um, Colby touched a lot of people, didn't he? Yeah, you know, he did. I mean, it reminds me of, you know, there's an old story about a GM and a coach talking and the and the GM's asking the coach about all these players in the minors and the, and the coach starts every every opinion off with well geez this kid's just a great kid and finally the g finally the gm says coach he says they're all great kids okay let's talk about if they're good hockey players well because they are you know there's so many good people in hockey but uh cave was a different cat he went through a different set of circumstances it didn't come easy to him right he never got drafted uh he you know got picked up by edmonton and he never had an extended time here and he kept going down to the minors and coming back and i talked to keegan Lowe, you know the captain of the condors and he said that he says it's no secret a lot of guys who come down from from you know it's easy to walk in the owner's room and have a smile on your face because you're walking into the big leagues but he said there's no secret that a lot some guys come down to the condors and they don't have a smile on their face and they don't feel like they should be back in the ahl with those players and they walk in that dressing room and you know they're not they're not looking at that moment like the best teammate frankly and keegan Lowe talked about he said I, by my count five or six times he came down to us and he says he's walks in the room he's got a big smile and he says let's go boys let's win some hockey games here and that's 
you know, that's real. That's you, you, you can't make that stuff up. When you're going down and when you're at one of your worst moments and you're still a team guy and you're a good guy and everyone respects you, uh, that tells you a lot about the player and a lot about the guy. And uh, I didn't know Colby real, real well, but I had a bunch of just dressing room conversations with him, Bob. And, and uh, like I say, they're all good guys, and he was a good guy. But when yeah. the rubber hit the road and he was walking in that Condor's dressing room after another demotion, he was still a good guy then. And I think that tells well, us something about him. You know, uh, Jay mentioned yesterday on Oilers Now, Mark Spector joining us. Bob Stoffer with you, 1247 in Edmonton. Spector, Jay mentioned yesterday that, uh, you know, we would have been finishing up our season on the day that uh, Colby passed away. Uh, and my feeling was Colby might have been here in Edmonton. Uh, you know, the Oilers probably were going to make the playoffs. They, you know, to me, Colby yep. was sort of like that, that 14th guy. Um, you know, and, and he could play center and they'd slotted Jujar Karen for the final three games before we got shut down and taken Gaetan Haas out of the lineup. And to me, Cave may have been an option instead of Cairo. And so it just shows you, um, you know, how things, uh, the confluence of events. You know what I'm saying? And then, well, I mean, yeah. it's just, and, you know, he's uh, like, let's face it, like, let's call a spade a spade. He wasn't overburdened with talent. He wasn't the fastest skater. You know, he wasn't yeah. a, a specimen of a player. That's why he never got drafted in the National Hockey League. He got a bunch of points in Swift, but scouts looked at him and said, there's nothing special here. But this guy was getting better and better, and every time he came up, he was a little bit more of an NHL player. You saw that goal he scored in Pittsburgh. I mean, that came out of – I was like, wow, a hell of a goal. Nowhere. Right. I don't know. Nowhere. You know, every good – I've said this, Bob, with you and I many times. Every championship good team has a fourth-line center that that kills penalties and wins face-offs and is a blood-and-guts guy like McTavish was, like Carboner was, like John Madden was, like um – you know. Well, those guys were those guys were third line centers. I'll give you I'll give you a couple fourth line uh, centers. Mark. Ultra. How about uh, how about Pat Connerker and Dave Hanna? Guys like the, even Keith Acton, late right right. You know, guys at, at the stage that Keith Acton was here, he was no longer a top six forward like he was when he was in Montreal and Minnesota. Yeah. But he was he was in, and I think of uh, Pat Connerker in the eighty, I believe it was the eighty three run. Dave Hannon, uh, I'm thinking, I think it was the eighty five run. I might have Billy Carroll might have been here for one of those years as well. Came out of the, like to yeah. me, that's the kind of guy Colby was. And you could never bet against you even in 06, Mark. Remember Toby Peterson getting into some games in 2006 yep. for right so you know there's a you need on an extended playoff run mark you need a bunch of guys and i mean you wrote so about you that in the riley shea involved on this current team well i think i i think riley's probably a fourth line center that's been slotted yeah. as a third line center all year yeah he's a fourth right? line center and i think that's the kind of guy yeah. he could be you know so yeah there's yeah he was so he he wasn't there yet he was, some guys some guys do all their improving until they're 22. Uh, yeah. This kid, had, he was getting better all the time, and, and yeah. I, I honestly believe he would have played, and he was trusted by his coach, and he was loved by his teammates. And it's just a horrible tragedy to see a young 25-year-old kid go down like that. It's just not fair. Mark, I'm going to read you this text, and I want to hear your response. Again, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. The league needs to just hand out all the awards based on current standings and stats, call the season over, no Stanley Cup, bigger things going on that trumps all sports from Rob. Your thoughts? Well, I don't 
uh, I mean, I don't disagree that there's bigger things going on than sports, and I'm not living and dying on the season personally. I, I feel, you know, if you if you said to me, Bob, here's the deal: we're going to start the next season, roughly speaking, on time, and and you get that for a promise, and this season's done. I would take that in a heartbeat. But having said that, I don't listen. Sports is business, and I don't blame the National Hockey League for trying to get games in in a safe situation. And I will say this, that as a sports fan, you know what, I know I make my living off this game, and so do you, but as a sports fan, I think I speak for all of us when I say, man, I wouldn't mind watching something that's live right now. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I wouldn't mind turning on a a West Coast game at 8 o'clock and sitting down like I normally do at this time and watching a playoff game. So I think it would bring some joy out there in a world that's sorely lacking right now. And if it can be done safely, I don't see how it's any skin off anyone's nose to play some hockey here. And if they can't do it, they can't do it. And if they can and you're against it, Bob, guess what? You don't have to watch. Mark, this is what it's like right now. You know how much of a hardcore sports junkie I've always been. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. So I've watched Mindhunter the entire series, the, you know, the two, the two seasons of Mindhunter, the three seasons of, uh, Ozark. I got in an Arcos and I am so used to sort of subconsciously cheering for people that by halfway through season two of Narcos, which I watched most of last night, I'll be honest with you, I was kind of cheering for Escobar a bit. <laughs> like, part of me was like, you know, you're on the actor did such a great job. What's that? I, I've, yes, I'm cheering for a Colombian drug lord. That's that's, And I'm not the only one. And there's guys that have watched the show right now that would text in on our Ashley Fine Floors text line and go, you know, the actor did such a great job humanizing that role. You had to cheer for right? So, uh, and, and I think it's just where used to going through emotional ups and downs during the course of an evening watching games and we don't have that hey we had a little bit of levity today spec we're going to need that to keep going here at least in the short term stay positive brother all right bobby have a laugh if you can take care all right you bet it is 1253 in edmonton you can uh text us at any time at 780-496-0063 i admit it i was cheering for the bad Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. guy about halfway through that show. 
Uh, my guess is I'm not the only one when it comes to Narcos. We'll be back after this. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It is 12.55 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you. Of course, you can keep texting us at 780-496-0063 uh, on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Brent Ridge Ford out on Wetaskiwin, focused on your health and peace of mind. Proud to be a part of Ford Canada's built to lend a hand program helping their customers through these difficult times committed to social responsibility safety and supporting their valued clients through flexible financing online sales and support and even delivery and mobile service find out more about brent ridge ford how they are built to lend a hand you can reach brent ridge ford out in Wetaskiwin, where cars cost less at 1-877-477-3673 tell rich uncle milt johnny and a staff at Brent Ridge that Oilers now sent you. Uh, again, uh, we, you know, we're seemingly in a situation where, you know, hey, uh, we're, there's not a lot happening in the sporting world. Brad has a suggestion. He says, Bob, can you explain to listeners why Sportsnet keeps playing the same seven or eight games on NHL Rewind? They must have thousands of games to choose from. I don't ever want to see Theron Fleury scoring that 1991 overtime goal in Game 6 again. And while I love watching Game 7 against Dallas back in 97 and the Oilers beating San Jose in 2017 in Game 5, why not show the entire 2006 playoff run in Edmonton and the entire 2000 2004 playoff run in Calgary. I bet many viewers would watch those. That comes to us from Brad. It's an interesting point, Brad. What used to happen, the NHL network, when it was available in Canada, uh, would end up replaying sort of the, the Stanley Cup drive for each of the respective champions. And then uh, they built a library up of at least, I know, the 06 year when Carolina made it. They had a bunch of weather games on in the summer of 06. So there's a perspective for you. Bob Nicholson is coming up, uh, uh, vice chair of the Oilers Entertainment Group, uh, today at 105 to talk a bit about the Colby Cave uh, Foundation initiative started up by the Oilers Entertainment Group and the Cave family. Uh, we'll also t- talk a little about NHL business and uh, potentially what might happen moving forward. Uh, Brad Lauer, the Eastern Conference coach there, he played for the New York Islanders uh, back in the mid-1980s. We'll talk to him uh, as well. Kind of uh, along the lines of, uh, you know, how strong his team was and maybe the missed opportunity that never got a chance to come to fruition this year for the Oil Kings. Again, ongoing uh, COVID-19 pandemic coverage with a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.